Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, team, it looks like another Red day in the books. It was another tough one. I mean, I don't know if you guys caught it, but it was hard. It was hard to trade today. I mean, you had tech bouncing. Some people were thinking, this is the bottom. This is the bottom. The FOMO was out there. I'll tell you one thing. I'm not going to overreact to this market. You got to have some continued strength if we're going to really call the bottom. And I think, we might take out the lows. Let's find out. At the close, let's get into it. All right, it is time for pre-market prep at the close. Three consecutive highs opened, matched yesterday's low, and then once it took out there, that's all the breakout momentum traders needed. What's up, team? Let's get into the market. I was just uh, talking a little basketball talk on the roadmap with talking about so rare, but let's talk about this market. Nothing rare about it. Just another sideways action type of day. You think it's going sideways might do the trick. Well, sideways is not a bad thing. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Sideways is going to be a good move there. Two to 18% on sober this week. Mark. We were watching that one on live trading. Power to you in that profit. Uh, But yeah, sideways action, right? I mean, this is not a bad outlook. As long as we can keep going sideways, that's a good thing for the bulls. I think what we need to kind of keep a watch for is if we crack through this 356 again. Because if we crack through it again, I don't think we're coming back towards it for a little while now. Now, I think we need to kind of watch because it's been holding this pullback. And you can see here, I mean, really... Kind of look at that. You see the 50% retracement is actually closer down there towards that kind of 262, 30s, 262, 40s, 262.50 area. Somewhere between there, I'm going to be looking to see if we can find a bounce. But right now, looks like we're heading down towards that area. You can see on the 15-minute, we tried to get up there towards 372 and then quickly start rejecting down. But this has acted as support for a while now, this 365, and now we're starting to finally cut through it at 364.83 today. Let's take a look at what was hot and what was not today. You guys can see here, communication services are the only sector into the green from the open. And so what does that show us? That even though there were some strong stocks this morning, 
nothing truly held some of those gains. I mean, we did have, of course, Tesla was the major earnings, right? Let's talk a little bit about that. Let's take a look how the chart did in the intraday action. Let's go to Tesla. As you saw, it bounced out the gates there. It came down really quickly, breaking through that major support on the daily and continuing down. But it looks like we might be able to close above that 14th low, which was towards 204.16. We did cut through that towards 202, but right now we're at 206.44, so not the worst end here for Tesla, unless we can take a hard down move through 204 now. That's what we need to keep a watch out for. But Tesla, at least it tried to get the bounce, just couldn't hold the bounce there. Tech names tried to find some bounce today. I saw uh, NVIDIA getting a nice little spike there. But look at the pullback. Not what we want to be seeing. We want to be seeing this close up with some strength, not a weakness. This is exactly what we're seeing here. Another one that was strong earlier in the day, CRM. That one doesn't look as bad. Still pulling back significantly, though, on that move. Uh, another stock that wasn't doing bad, Oracle. An Oracle. Now, this one looks a little bit better, I would say, at least on the 15 minutes. Keeps holding the VWAP on the pullbacks. Just recently gave you this spike there towards 69.75. Keep it on watch. Daily is trying to get back above the 70 and close back above that. It could really start bringing it back here. We'll see what happens in Oracle and if these are able to hold. Also, ASML, we got earnings today also, right? So let's take a little bit of a look on that stock you can see that it kept going towards the open didn't give up some of those gains even though they mentioned of how they were going to lose some revenue out to the licensing issue that's going on in china i think these are stocks that eventually the rips are to sell and so i think eventually you can look for even a short opportunity on a name like asml but for right now i'm not going to battle with the kind of the the price trend that we have right now. But once this starts turning around, I will be looking for some shorts on ASML as long also with, I'll be looking for shorts potentially on AMAT. I think these get really hit. And I think that the chips battle has just begun with China. So we need to keep a good watch on that. All right, catching up in the chat. You guys definitely know, let me know if one of these uh, stocks or any of the headlines in the market today caught your attention because I definitely want to cover it. All right, let's keep going. We'll take a look at some other looks out there. Rest in peace on Tesla. We'll see what happens there. But utilities definitely rest in peace. And it seems like, man, every time we get a little bit of a nice push there, Duke, XEL, NEE, it just looks like these utilities just can't hold on anymore. We talked about this today on pre-market prep and look at the XLU coming right back down towards the lows. Just shows me that the utility trend has broken and was this the safety trade? And now you're starting to see uh, people go away from the safety trade. It's hard to see there. Is the defensives coming back? Is that where the money's rotating? No, because this also looks tough, right? Doesn't look like it's rotating to there. One area where it does look like it tried to rotate to was energy. But today, XOM trying to battle here went up, went down, went up, went down. In the after hours, you could see it was going up, but it did find the bounce there towards the kind of old prior resistance. We'll see what happens to these oil stocks 
Chevron was really strong yesterday. Let's see how it performed today. Did get another little spike, but holding the pullbacks right now on these oil names. So not a bad outlook on oil names. The only thing you got to be careful is, is on the pullbacks. Will the actual price of crude break down? Because if it can hold and actually get above 90, I think these oil stocks still have some lift to go. Oxy, of course, is always going to be on the radar. Will Warren take some more? Will we hear about it? That's what we need to kind of pay attention to on Occidental Petroleum. XLU gave it up, gave it in spades. Yeah, the black hearts there. Uh, views on natty gases, Jet. Let's take a look. Of course, you guys know I've been calling for natural gas to kind of get a, a spike in pricing going into winter. And we had a spike going from July into September, but then a huge downfall from September and October. And that's when we got the news of Nord Stream 1 pipeline, right? And then we got the sabotage that happened on these pipelines. In the long run, I think we definitely get a spike in natural gas. But the truth is, right now, with the reserves being so high and there not being like the huge winter wave that's going on, I think the outlooks are changing into kind of a more uh, outlook right now that supply is high. Demand is actually low right now because the supply is higher because they built up those reserves. Now we need to kind of watch how the demand actually kicks on when we first get that, you know, big winter wave in Europe. And when you start seeing that big winter wave, how quickly will that supply diminish is going to be the determining factor on the price here of natural gas. Of course, you guys can look at different outlooks there. I know that uh, Mark Chaikin this morning uh, from Chaikin Analytics gave us SWN, Southwest Energy, to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, all different names that you guys can watch. This one doesn't look too bad either. I like the setup, but we'll see what happens with these natural gas names. All right, catching up in the chat. You guys, if you guys saw a big mover and want to talk about a stock, definitely let me know. All right, let's go ahead. I'm going to keep going. Debbie's saying, I love swing trading, but not for the last four months. I'm in as a day trade longer than an hour is unusual. Yeah, Debbie, that's how this market has been. It's made even myself turn more into day trading when really I like swing trading also. And I think that that's where the bread and butter is, at least for me. And I've seen it in my statistics. Now the hard part is, in a bear market, I've had trouble swing trading, of course, where? To the upside. And so that's where I've been struggling the most is trying to trade, of course, to the upside for swings, but then always getting hit on the downside. So if there's any area where I think that I need to kind of improve on is swing trades to the downside. That could have probably been giving me the uh, rewards that I've been looking for. But I will tell you myself, as being a swing trader, it's been one of the toughest times to be in that kind of strategy. All right, let's keep going. We'll take a look out there. Uh, what else are you guys talking about? Looks like at 11 a.m., DXY pop saying easy. Well, I'll take a look right quick to DXY. I don't have it on this one because I'd have to pay like another 30 bucks to get these indexes on here. Um, but uh, U.S. dollar index right now is down just about a penny. It did get that pipe 
that big uh, spike there towards 12 p.m. really got back there towards it. And so now what we need to keep on watch, and I've been talking about this on the DXY, will we take out the 114.10? We've been working our way back from around 110. I called the bottom there on DXY because I could see the support. It bounced there, and now it's been hanging out. It's been around 113.22s, around 113.31s. 112.98, where it is right now. Will it break through that 113, getting through that 114.10 and give us a new high? Of course, that would not be good for the markets. But what helped today? Of course, the British pound getting some strength. And what did it get some strength on? From the Brexit nation, from the prime minister, Louise Trust. Um, and, you know, one thing... Uh, that you saw here was that trust was in office for 44 days. Holy crap. That would have freaked me out if I was in that country. I mean, it still freaks me out and I'm here in the United States. Let's just think about it. What if our president was elected and pretty much got the boot out of office in just 44 days? Well, I definitely think we would be scratching our heads and wondering what are, what is going to come next but something to keep on mind, right? Economic data that came in today didn't help things. So of course, that's not helping uh, the, the environment that we're in right now with inflation. And what did we get? Well, we got initial jobless claims to come in and that's not helping, of course. Um, but with the initial jobless claims, it just goes to show us that even though we want to see the Fed pivot, I don't think they're anywhere near pivoting, especially when we're getting readings and statistical data like we keep getting it doesn't seem like inflation is going away and one thing that happened that i was having a conversation today with sadek waba founder and chairman of managing partner of i square capital he stated that he read a report that it takes about 10 years to get inflation back down to two percent and that's from a five percent inflation we're at eight percent how long will it really take to get inflation down? It doesn't even seem like it's going to happen next year. That's what he was telling me. And so with that being said, an economist that has a PhD at a Harvard, I'll tell you one thing. I ain't going to question his judgment. I'm going to definitely be more on the bearish tune than you probably have already seen me, team. It just doesn't seem like we're turning around anytime soon. All right, definitely catching up with the chat. We'll see what else is going on in the market. SWN, much better than the NG plays. Yeah, it seems like it's been hanging on way better than those NG plays. I agree with that, Bill. Let's go to Twitter. BN, BN, uh, BNZMB Trading wants to check out Twitter. You can take a look at it. Definitely getting some lift and pushing off there. I mean, look at the daily chart. And where did this pop? Well, it popped yesterday on, of course, Tesla's earning call. And what were the comments that Elon said? Well, he said that he was excited about the Twitter situation. I could hear he got quiet when he got asked about Twitter and he got quiet for a second. And he was like, you know what? Let me take this opportunity. I'm excited about the Twitter situation, he said. And he also said sort of a languished for a long time and but has incredible potential. And of course, he was speaking about Twitter that has incredible potential. And that's exactly where you saw this little spike come in. And we didn't get through that level. So that's what I would be watching. Of course, that's 52.73. We got up to a high today of 52.70. So look to see if we could actually close above that. 
but not a bad day there for Twitter. Donka Dave wants to know why skills is up so much. Well, to tell you the truth, you guys know how I feel about skills. I'm kind of really bearish this stock. But let me see if there's anything in Benzinga Pro why we could be moving today. So it looks like uh, <laughs> there it is. There's the headline. They got it moving a little bit. Uh, so it looks like Play uh, Mechanic is the winner of the NFL Skills Game Development Challenge. This has been going on, I think, for like two years. Uh, so I can give you that headline here, and that's actually coming from a Business Wire PR release. So I'll go ahead and I'll paste this here so you can take a look at it, Nanka Dave, for yourself. But Skills getting some lift here based on finally releasing the news of the winner of the Skills Game Development Challenge with the NFL and this was supposedly to make a game with the NFL to give them some lift. And that's what they had been waiting for since the huge downturn in the 40s. And I was like, well, I mean, it still hasn't come out, guys. I don't know if it's ever going to come out. And they finally bring it out when the stock is down below $1. So to me, yes, got a big spike. Will this change up the company's uh, story? I highly doubt it. I think it's a it's kind of a, a little bit of a trappy type of move finally coming out with this PR here, but to each his own. That's why it's always good to have Benzinga Pro. You guys just go to pro.benzinga.com. You can get your two-week trial, and I pulled it right from the pro. You guys can see here. Boom, right there. QB shootout looks like what it's going to be called. We'll have to see what, if this can actually get skills off the ground. All right, let's keep going. Let's take a look. How did the Kathy stocks do today? It looks like we're right back down towards the support. What did well here? What didn't do well? Well, Zoom caught a little bit of a bounce. That's surprising to me. Honestly, I just don't understand why Zoom is even at $79 anymore. Like, who's using Zoom anymore? I'll tell you one thing. Every time I've used Zoom, I've never enjoyed the experience on Zoom. I, I, could, I would much rather just use Google Meets or maybe Teams, but Zoom, it's such a crappy interface, at least in my eyes. I just think it's, it just doesn't have anything in the long run, but we'll see what happens there. Unity getting a little bit of lift today off the ground. We'll see what happens there. Definitely support right underneath it, closer towards the, let's give it the 29 mark, right? Will it actually start getting back above the 3150s is what you kind of need to see. You see plenty of wicks there. Never wants to close back up there. We'll see what happens there on Unity. And Joel uses Zoom, and he will tell you himself how crappy service it is. I mean, every time I use Zoom, like there's like a lag between the videos. The quality will come in and out. I'll tell you right now, I would much rather use a free service like Google Meet than be paying these guys for some crappy service. But that's just from what I've seen. All right, we'll see what else is going on out there. But for business, Teams, Teams is probably a way better one. Isn't the BZ happy hour on Zoom? Yeah, I'll make fun of that with Ryan tomorrow. Don't worry, Brett. I'll, I'll definitely let him know. And Slack, that's another one. I'll tell you right now, a Slack is just kind of like, I, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. And then like things like Asana, I think these are going to be the ones that you know keep getting crushed. And keep getting crushed because at the end of the day, these are the ones where businesses will cut the expense. 
Like, I think if you're still paying for Zoom overall just to have a meeting, when you can go to some cheaper alternatives, why are you still paying for Zoom? I, I just don't understand that. All right, let's keep going. I'll get out of the Zoom talk. I can talk about Zoom all day long, but don't want to stay on that stock. Let's keep moving. Uh, what else had earnings today? They got a lot of movement. Let's go to American Airlines as they did a little bit of – it. Was, I'm not going to blame it on American Airlines because really it was another media that had – this CFO on that asked them the question that caused this spike down right before the open. And this is why you always got to be careful and stay in tune with the, uh, with the news headlines, because at first it didn't seem too bad. Their earnings weren't too bad. They gave decent revenue outlooks, decent demand outlooks said by the CEO, Robert ism. But then the CFO came on, and this was on Reuters that it was released. And I'll go ahead and I'll pull up the link here on Pro so I can show you guys exactly when it hit. Um, it looked like it was at right around 8.55, 8.56. Um, he was talking about that we're hiring more pilots this year. And then the CFO on American Airlines uh, said that CFO says we now expect to deliver, take delivery of 19 737 maxes in 23 compared to the 27 deliveries that were previously expected. And boom, down went American Airlines. It tried to bounce back at the open, couldn't hold. We'll see if it actually starts coming back. UAL did a little spike too with that AAL news. And of course, their good earnings. Will these kind of hold up? I was looking at it today to see if we were going to get a push to 40. Looks like we're holding on sideways right now. We'll see if we actually get a close up into the gap zone. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, got to keep going. I think Discord needs to update their video chat and take over. Yeah, they definitely could. They just need to kind of work on it. All right, let's keep going. Let's go towards the next one. Looks like $1.1 billion uh, now at the, at the close. Well, let's see what I have here, at least on my reading. Uh, that's not a bad reading if you're seeing 1.1. Yeah, I see 1.1 to the buy side. We'll see if this can kind of really get us out of the kind of support that we were in. I'm sure we're getting a little bit of lift here. Let's see where we're at. Eh, bouncing off the 365s. We got through there, but of course, we recovered. This is the type of market that we're in. This exact type of market. Up, straight down, back up, straight down, back up. 
and you just got to be careful in this type of market. I feel like at the end of the day, this is that type of market. You got to take your money and run. And sometimes it feels like don't come back. Just feels like it right now. And that's how some investors are really going to take it, especially those investors that are probably blowing up from their 2020 accounts because they've been holding on to those bags. Well, it's going to be a tough market. And will those traders even come back? With markets like this, I wouldn't be coming back. It definitely leaves a sour taste in your mouth. All right, let's keep going. We'll see what else is going on. Snap earnings. Snap, snap. All right, uh, let's take a look at the snap. What will be coming towards us at after the bell, of course? Let me give their earnings outlook here. Calendar gives us on Benzinga Pro their estimates. Estimated is at a loss of one cent. Uh, and we're going to see what the EPS actually came in. Last quarter, it came in at a negative two cents. And it's come in that for the last two quarters. So I kind of would expect to see the same. Now, revenue is where you can see a little bit of change. 1.12 billion expected. Last quarter was 1.14. They missed it last quarter. Let's see what they do today. 1.12 billion and Snap will move a couple of stocks, right? It's not going to only just move Snap. It's going to move Meta. It's going to move Pinterest. It's going to move a bunch of stocks. So let's see what happens with Snapchat today after the bell. And like always, remember that you guys can get the earnings calendar off of our Twitter at Benzinga. You don't got to go far for it. Definitely get the earnings calendar. I think that's one of the best ways to keep up with all the notable earnings for this week. And next week, like always, we'll have this calendar on throughout the weekend so that you guys can get ready for the next week's earnings call. All right, let's get out of that. We will be having Snapchat's earning call right here on Benzinga. Don't miss that. That's going to be at 530 here. And you don't got to go anywhere. You don't got to be looking. Where's the snap call? Right here. Benzinga got it for you. All right, let's continue here. Let's take a look at some other stocks out there. Looks like Michael's talking about Boyle. And Boyle just has been one of those that is really hard to read, just like UNG. I would say you really, truly wait till you get some real strength to show you a kind of move back towards the upside. A couple of weeks or maybe a week closing into the green. That's what we're looking for. Right now, if you take a look from the high there on the last spike in September, from where we are, it's been about 1.8 months of straight red candles on the weekly. And so what I would be looking for is a green candle on this weekly where at least some kind of sign that the trend is going to change. Right now, it doesn't look like it is, but it's showing nothing but red. All right, keep going. Option expiration tomorrow. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I'm sorry we won't have Joel. Joel is one of the best people to have on option expiration. But stay tuned because there will be some fireworks tomorrow. And we'll have to wait and see because it's going to, you know, it's going to be some volatility just like it's always been in this market. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Don't have Dennis or Joel. So going to have to step it up. Wake up early and get ready for pre-market prep. All right, let's keep going. Other ones that will get some move today. Let's take a look at some other stocks that were in the news. So ALL, of course, Allstate. 
Allstate continuing down after the open. It did get a little bit of a spike at the open, but just completely just faded that off, going right back down towards the 118. Of course, the Allstate Corporation was all about the catastrophic loss for the third quarter. Net of reinsurance are estimated at $763 million. It looks like they have a lot of losses because of the hurricane, and we're going to have to go ahead and see what happens to Allstate. Will it keep getting hit? AA, says Walton. Let's take a look there. Alcoa. Alcoa came in with horrible earnings. Yet, in my eyes, it ripped up. Doesn't make sense to me, but that's just how it is in the market sometimes. You just don't understand what they're seeing. Well, Alcoa Q3 EPS here had a loss of 33 cents, missing the 13 cents uh estimate there sales at 2.85 billion missing the 2.94 billion estimate have a good one debbie we'll see you next time no worries about it uh but alcoa here getting the spike out the gates and it held sideways which is a good sign right it didn't pull back the whole move it gave you that nice spike held the move there if you think about it it held pretty close it didn't even come back towards the 38.2 50% is all the way down here towards 37.50. So at least holding to the high end of the range here, Alcoa. We'll see if this actually gets it going. I think you need to close above 41 to actually see that trend change right now. But it did spike back and it had a huge red day yesterday. So hard day, but definitely a little bit of a swing back. I need to see it close into the 40s, 41 for me to actually get bullish on Alcoa but not a bad day there in Alcoa. I also saw uh, copper up today, FCX, right? Uh, FCX was getting a good push and now it's pulling back. And that's just how it is in this market. Even though you can see a good push out the gates, look how this one just leaked it back. And ever since 1030, it hasn't even made a new high. And that's the hard part of this market. Even when you see these types of rips, the FOMO starts getting to you and you're like, man, did I miss the bottom? Is the bottom already in and I'm missing it? Well, you guys see it. Things always come back. And that's why I always say revert more to patience than worrying about chasing. Because patience is what pays. Chasing always and always for me ends up in a burn. All right, let's keep going. Always got you, Walton. If you guys got a stock, I'm always here for you. That's why I do this show. You know, I could take it off and just kind of Get out, the, get out the day. But I always want to come here to add the close for you guys out there to go ahead and make sure that we're covering the stocks that are on your radar. Maybe it's some, on someone else's radar. Very important to catch. Why coffee dumping two weeks? Well, um, I don't know if it's my coffee that's dumping for two weeks. No, I, I, coffee, um, it, it's just one of those things. The price has gone high enough. Maybe you're finally starting to see a little bit of demand destruction from those high-end beans, and you could see some people kind of uh, shifting, right? Um, if you look at probably your coffee that you're looking at today, it's probably way more expensive than it was two years ago. I know mine went up like about close to like 60 50%. So I think that's why you might be seeing coffee dumping. But Jim, I will do something for you. I will ask some experts out there what is going on in coffee. And if you want to catch that, that would be more on Stock Market Movers where I get a lot of the expert analysts to come on and talk about certain topics. 
I'll make sure that we get a commodities expert and we get into coffee beans to find out what's going on there. All right, that's going to do it for me. The bell is here. The bell is here. Stop the clock and have a good afternoon indeed, EXS. And uh, let's take a look at the SPY, where we're closing up. Wouldn't you know it? Right back above the 365. It doesn't like to go through those major levels. It likes to keep some uncertainty out there. So we'll see what happens in the snap earnings. So don't miss it right here on Benzinga. We've been covering all the notable earnings. I'll see you guys over on Snapchat's earnings. Looks like it's hitting the tape. The algos are taking control. And I'll see you guys at, of course, the snap earnings call coming up at 5.30. Up next, you guys have, it's Thursday, so that means some cannabis insider action. I want you guys to find out about my uh, question. What's my question for Cannabis Insider? I want you to ask them about one thing that I posted on my uh, Twitter today, which was, I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was an interesting headline. Is I was saying that Jay and Silent Bob cleared the way for us as you're seeing cannabis to be sold at Circle K gas stations in Florida with Green Thumb Industries. So ask them about GTBIF and what happened with the Circle Ks in Florida bringing in the cannabis. Find out on Cannabis Insider coming up next. I'll see you guys tomorrow on Pre-Market Prep. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.